Welcome to RCS. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. We're recording live from Drivers Club as usual. Brought to you by Avance, Haggerty, Carter Subaru, and Rainier Beer. How was your weekend? Uh, <laughs> I know you didn't leave the house, but yeah. I did not. Uh, it's still yeah. fun, though. I mean, I... You still you still live on a lake. I ran outside and jumped in the lake as soon as work was over every day. Okay, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Get me that's out of good. Here. I uh, I went up. Uh, I remember a couple weeks or a couple months ago, I accidentally stumbled upon the fact that you can go from Stampede Pass over to Greenwater. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, with my parents, and so I I actually got together with Davis and our buddy uh, Trevor from uh, Dirtfish Trevor from not Dirtfish Trevor, Trevor. Um, Subaru Trevor. Oh, yeah. 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 Actually, ironically, <laughs> so it could be Dirtfish Trevor. Right. But, yeah, different. No, yeah. But, same, uh, and, but and, and we went over Stampede Pass, and I actually, I actually I got Gaia to work, so we'll, I'm, what, we should publish that map. It's kind of a neat trail. It's, I mean, we did it in the Subarus. It wasn't too bad, but it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And when you end up on that other side over there in Greenwater coming down, there's a lot of, I mean, you have a beautiful view of uh, Mount Rainier and everything, so a really nice. neat review. So. Yeah, well, I will publish that on the Dan's Drive section of our page as that migrates from Dan's Drives to RCS, and yeah. uh, you guys will get the same content on both sites, but I'm going to sort of retire the one so it redirects to the other. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be our first off-road map. On Did there. you see that video of the U.S. Coast Guard swimming? Like, how, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go out and find it, because basically there's a Coast Guard vessel, and they're in the middle of the ocean, and it's swim day. And they're all in their swimsuits and they're swimming around the ship. And all of a sudden, you see a guy or hear a guy walk on a deck with like I don't even know what it was and just shoot into the water. And there was a it was a mako shark, shark that had yeah. swam in, and he was and I use quotes redirecting the shark with his gun <laughs> <laughs> to stay away from everybody. But it was pretty cool that like it's a cool video to watch. Like, and because you can hear somebody go like redirect him. Like, oh, that's so cool. I want to be the shark redirect guy. <laughs> That'd be yeah. the coolest title in the Navy right? or Coast Guard. What do you, what do, you do? do? Shark redirector. <laughs> redirector. Yeah, exactly. I sit and wait for the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, talking to a friend about getting a, a new car, and she wants a, a larger SUV, third row. And we were talking about the new Kia Telluride, which is mm. nice vehicle. It's a good looking, um, a good set for Kia. But more importantly, I was as I was looking at the site, I noticed a weird claim, a weird thing I've never seen in advertising before. And though a lot of cars use them, I've never seen it used in advertising before. And that is the Atkinson, Atkinson now I'm just going to start this over. That is, is it? the Atkinson <laughs> cycle engine, which has been around for a long time. And like a carbs only kind of thing, Atkinson? Oh, meat only. Yeah. Oh, meat only. That's right. Yeah. It kind of came back with all things uh, from the early Prius actually brought it. Uh, there was, I think there was a Mazda that used it. You don't hear of it very often because... Um, well, it's just you usually gave up power as a result. Is this your Carter Subaru tip of the day? That's what I was just about to say. Oh, okay. I was making sure. I was, making... I was like, gonna say, <laughs> yeah, this is again. an excellent Carter Subaru tip of the day because yeah. I had to look this up because like, I had heard the term before. I think I even I had a teacher in history in high school even talked about it at one point. But um, to put it on a simpler note, they, it reduces compression ratio by leaving the intake valve open longer. So what that does is when the piston comes up, you burn more of the everything that comes into the intake chamber. Okay. Um, the downside of that valve being open longer is you're actually getting less oxygen um, into the motor. So you're getting less power reduced. Cool stuff now, though, is you can change that. You have variable valve timing. So if you want to go to an Atkinson and back, like say you're cruising around town and you barely use any fuel, this is a great way to reduce emissions. And that's important. This is different than shutting down cylinders. Yeah, this right? is not okay. cylinder shutdown. It's just simply leaving the uh, the intake valve open longer. Um, Interesting. Let me just read it off because, honestly, uh, <laughs> there's a little more to it than that. So, effective compression ratio is reduced. So, the time the air is escaping the cylinder freely rather than being compressed. So, think of it as you're not compressing as much air. You're actually just burning more air. Uh, in that in that stroke, the goal of the modern Atkins cycle is to uh, make the pressure in the combustion chamber at the end of the power stroke equal to the atmospheric pressure. So you're equalizing it by so right by leaving it. okay yeah so obviously less compression less power okay um, so dis that's the disadvantage um, is reduced power density to the smaller portion of the compression stroke. So with variable valve timing though you can change it on the fly. Okay. That's the important part. So now we're seeing this come back more and more and more thanks to variable valve timing and forced induction and hybrid drive. Because now we can do things like, oh, we can compensate for torque by moving the power from the hybrid system to actually adding more torque to the drivetrain. So you need less motor. 
my mind just going back to the classic, you know, V8s and stuff like that, where if the valve stays open too long and a piston hits it, right. you've got a bent <laughs> valve. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. they're a little more complicated than that now. Luckily, we have ECUs and things like that are really good at ha- handling timing for us. Uh, this wouldn't be possible earlier. But uh, we're seeing more and more of these Subarus using them um, a lot. Toyota, of course. Um, and we see them in non-hybrid vehicles now, too. So, uh yeah, it is a selling point because you can reduce emissions, you can get better mileage, and while, well, yes, it reduces power, it doesn't as soon as you step on the gas because, well, modern technology. You should have her look at the Subaru Ascent, too. Yeah. But that oh, I did. Try. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. That was the one I said, so really yeah. nice vehicle. Interesting. So, that was, I said, yeah, and you can get one I of had, those. I had no, yeah. <laughs> is it hard to get the, the, the Kias right now? Yeah, they just came out, and they're oh, okay. all backordered, so. Everything's backordered. Yeah, everything right now. So much for that car sales slump. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. I don't, I don't, I don't I mean, I think bring a trailer's been rocking, but I mean, I think that I read an article actually, and this is totally unrelated to our sponsor that, that the, the Forester, the Subaru Forester and Crosstrek sell twice as fast than any other car on the market. And I don't, and I, being around here, it doesn't surprise me like Seattle and Portland, but that's amazing to me. So. Yeah. The Crosstrek hybrid is what uses that. So pretty much hybrid, hybrids okay. are really what you use to take advantage of that. Okay. Interesting. You know, I bet our guest of the day probably has a lot of info on that because he seems to know a lot about everything, which is really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it has its moments. (laughs) (laughs) Is this this that nosy guy that always sends us messages telling us to do better things? What a know-it-all. What a jerk. (laughs) He always wants to make us better. (laughs) Hey, I'm trying. Yes. Our guest today is Nathan Muntz, um, who is... Thankfully, he listens to the show and gives us good feedback that we actually listen to. It's really handy. Yes. He exactly. also turns out to have a really interesting car collection, uh, which is, yeah, I'm going to let him talk about that because it's extremely interesting. One of the most interesting ones I've come across. Man, I don't even know where to start with your car collection. I want to start with that, but let's talk about you first. Okay. What do you do? Uh, I, I work for a large airplane manufacturer in the oh, area. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And I do uh, product development. Nice. So um, I'm an engineer, and specifically I do uh, fastening and uh, assembly product development stuff. How, how do you build an airplane in the future, essentially? Cool stuff. Uh, yeah. that, that was leading into that. I was hoping you'd say something. Like that. that makes a lot of sense, because given your car collection, <laughs> which all requires a lot of maintenance. Yes. And I was looking through your list, and I'm like, man, this is just like, how do I spend more time in the garage? Yeah, yeah. It's all like five <laughs> hours of maintenance for one hour of driving. Yes. Yeah. So now, are you designing parts for for future airplanes or how to put them together more efficiently? Yes. Yes. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because yeah, I th- I brought this up before, but my uh, my uncle did that for Sikorsky. He basically was brought in and, and he uh, helped okay. him design how to put it together. He, did, he, had, he had nothing to do with what it was, but the yeah. most efficient way to basically, you know. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you done that? I'm going on probably almost 20 years now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. You don't Not all in that one job. <laughs> no, but, at, but uh, still. At Boeing that, yeah, you know, okay. for 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Oh, Boeing. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Answer. I didn't say that earlier. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not a little startup in South Seattle. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hopefully they stick around. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's less and less funny. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> You're like, boy, I sure hope so. Jeez. Yeah. So, going through your collection, how did you get started? Um, we are going to talk about the list, but I want to go through your story first here. How did you get started on uh, car collecting? Because it's really a collection at this point. It is, I guess. Yeah, I guess you can say it is. Um, I guess I've never thought of it really as a collection, although when I necessitated another place to park cars, it, I guess that kind of made it a collection. Um, yeah, we're going to touch on that point, too. That's a really good thing to talk about in this episode as well, is how yeah. you manage holding that collection. Yeah. Um, well, he just found out he had a collection, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this yeah, is the first exactly, time I'm hearing exactly. of this. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> I thought I was just a car hoarder with an understanding wife. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> exactly. yeah, I, guess I, have a, I have a really hard time selling cars, or vehicles, I should say, because sure. they're not all cars. But, uh, yeah, I think that's really what it comes down to. I, I get them, and I, I enjoy them. And I can't really get rid of them. Okay. <laughs> and my wife's always like, oh, you don't really drive that one that often. Or, you know, maybe only drive it once a summer or something like that. Why don't you just sell it? Uh, yeah, but, you know, maybe I'll, maybe next summer. Yeah. That's where I'm really going to drive it. But the minute know? I sell it, I'm going to need it that next week. Exactly. Weekend. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like mo- when you're moving, you're like, I haven't used that in three years. Then the next day you're like, oh, I need that. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have sold that truck. Yeah. You yeah. know, what exactly. am I doing? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's go through the list here because this is the list he sent me. Um, seven cars. Is that still accurate or do you get another one now? No, seven sounds right. Okay. So we've got the 2008 Aston Martin DB9. Yes. Very cool. Never ending style there. 97 Land Rover NAS D90. 
Yep. We're going to talk about more about that. By oh, the yeah. Way. There's more there. I got a little story when we were downstairs walking. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 89 Land Rover 110 truck. Okay. Yes. 83 JZR cycle car. Yes. So, that's a Morgan three-wheeler Everybody kit. has one of those. Right? Yeah. Who doesn't, right? Yeah. 1971 dry sleeve Moonraker. Yes. So, this is another issue. That's a, that's a factory-made Bugatti 37 tribute car. One of six. Yes. And then a 19... Or yeah, then a 1965 Morgan plus four. Yeah. And then the that, one I really want to dive in a little bit here is your last name, the 52 Months Jet. Yes. Which is a pretty historic, amazing car. If our listeners haven't looked at that, look at the Wikipedia for a Months Jet. It's a beautiful car and often regarded to as like what, the first luxury? It's kind of the first sports car. Yeah, luxury coupe sports it, it car. It predated the Corvette and the uh, Thunderbird. Yeah, it's so, a beautiful car. Yeah. I mean... I know of it, but I don't know how many people, I mean, I, I you know, with my background with, with older classic cars and things that barely run, I, it's come across my, my lips a few times, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if I've actually ever seen one. I think I saw uh, one in Monterey once. Okay. There was a Curtis uh, in, down at Pebble Beach two years ago yeah. when I was down there. It was a yellow one. That's probably what I saw there. And yeah, but it's basically the same thing. So Muntz just took the Curtis and stretched it 13 inches and made it the Muntz jet. So he okay. bought all the all the tooling and everything off Frank Curtis. Okay. Who was an old uh, race car designer back in the day. So okay, let's so back it up a little bit. Where did this our love for cars come from? Are you are you like Dan and I were like it's like Hot Wheels and Legos as a kid? I mean, obviously you're designing Definitely things. a lot of Legos. Yeah. 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 And I had the Hot Wheels. Yeah. Um I don't know. My my parents? No. My my dad he he drives Subarus and and he'll drive them into the ground. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. he just uh, but no, he's not uh, he's not really a car guy, and I, you know it's not really in my family. I don't know. Okay. I just I, for some reason I just branched out. I had a um, my first car was a, a beautiful 1974 Mustang two. Okay. And uh, which was my dad's. I don't know if anybody's ever used the word Mustang 2 and beautiful. Oh, in the same yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the deuce. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they got it right the first time, so let's try again. <laughs> it, was, it was the very first car my dad uh, bought, uh, I guess, with his own money, you know, like out of college or whatever. Sure. And so, and it was, you know, the, the height of the oil embargo era. And, uh, yeah, he picked that car up and he drove it for years and years and years and years. Parked on the side of the house. Here comes 16-year-old Nathan. Hey, we got a car for you. It's, it's right there. It's <laughs> under a car cover. You know, yeah. we got, Grab the weed whacker. Yeah. It, this is, that was not far too far off. There's it. a car on the yeah. lawn. Yeah. If you can find it, you can drive it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It gets towed off to a, to a shop to get running, essentially, and uh, comes back. And, yeah, if I wanted a car, I had to keep it running. So that's kind of maybe where it started. I joke about it, but my 79 Ford Granada, I would have gladly taken a Mustang too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah believe me. Well, it's funny that the Mustang too has kind of come full circle because, um, you know, after I had it and I went off to college and then my brother drove it for a little while. And then again, it sat on the side of the house up until about a month ago. And oh. my mom is finally like, this car is Either you're taking it or it's gone. Oh, <laughs> and I'm well. It's kind of sentimental. You can't. Well, we can't get rid of it. You know, yeah. you can't get rid of a car like this. So, so I took it. Okay. So, so yeah. imagine. So it's back. Yeah. Okay. So it's back. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's Coyote swap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you, are you you're going to get it running again? Uh, we'll see. It's, okay. It's a little. It's kind of far on the bottom of the list. Okay. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Nice. Well, um, <laughs> sad. Even know where to start with which car is going to be the most interesting there. Okay, le- we were downstairs and we were touring around Drivers Club, and uh, he goes, "Oh, look at that Land Rover there." He goes, uh, "I have a Land Rover," because uh, I didn't tell her until it was already coming here. <laughs> I go, "Oh, really?" He goes, "Yeah, she still hates it." <laughs> yeah. So, which Rover is that? <laughs> which, you, the truck or the, the truck? That's Defend- the Defender, the ninety-seven, the ninety-seven, ninety-seven, Defender, Defender, yeah, yeah so the I mean, NAS Defender. So that's that was smart. that's smart. Yeah, that was yeah. probably like. Eight years ago, I want to say. Um, I had a, a 91 Jeep Cherokee uh, in college, and I loved it. You yes. know, I love that kind of that smaller SUV thing. Well, anything after the Mustang, too. Is, you know. and, yeah, and <laughs> I'm, I'm the sole person on this earth that has killed the four-liter inline-six engine <laughs> on the Jeep. Yeah, it threw a, threw a main bearing and oh, started okay. the you know, oil lights coming on, and so we got rid of that. But I always kind of missed it, and I wanted a four-wheel drive. And I'd always loved the Defenders, and so I started Defender shopping. And, yeah, found one down in uh, 
for a pretty good price down in Florida and they're cool. Talk to they're them cool talk. cars. Yeah. When they're running, they're really cool cars. When they're running, yeah. Right. yeah. Luckily, you know, knock on wood, mine's been pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I bought it sight unseen at the time. Um, I had the it was at like a used car dealer. I had them take it to the uh, the local uh, Land Rover dealer in Orlando, and they kind of did the whole PPI thing on it and drove it and gave me this laundry list of stuff that needed to get fixed and. <laughs> <laughs> and on the truck it came, but yeah, I mean, it, they, the previous owner had spent a, just a boatload of money on it. Uh, I mean, whole new frame. I mean, oh, the, wow. the whole thing, right? Because that's the big thing with them is yeah, the, the frame out. rots, you know, yeah. rots out. Wow. So okay, yeah. So it had it had the full frame off uh, deal, and yeah. <laughs> and there were still the things wrong with it when you got it. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. It's still <laughs> it's you know British, to this day yeah, yeah. the you know the power steering pump leaks, and that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. yeah. I uh, didn't have a heater at the time, so I had to put a heater core in it. Um, yeah, British the cars galvanic corrosion's all over the place. You know. British cars leak, so you remember where to put them. Yeah, go back in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my coworker says you know you just have to have a gravel driveway, you just park it in a different spot, it keeps the weeds down. Absolutely, so, you know, yeah. You just, yeah. yeah, you're helping the environment. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Those, that turned out to be a really smart investment because those prices have gone yes crazy lately. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what yeah. he was saying. To us. It, it's gone up. It's gone up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. hard yeah. for the wife to hate it now. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, retirement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take our first break. We'll come back because you have a lot more car stories that are, are going to be fun to listen to. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and forty-one minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back. We're just talking about uh, some Aston Martin stories, British Car Day. Um, tell us more about the, this is 2008, which one is DB9? Yeah, yeah the DB9, 2008 DB9. Um, yeah, it's, uh, so I bought that one down in, uh, down in the San Francisco area. I was, I was looking for a, I wanted a green Aston Martin. I didn't want one that was silver or black. There's kind of too many of those around. British so, racing green. Yeah, so I want the British, British racing, racing green, green. Yeah. which is like kind of the iconic, you know, color of it. Yeah. Um, but that's not a color that Aston painted, you know, so you had to special order that color. It's not in their palette. Oh. So the, the previous owner that I bought it from just happened to spec it in that color. So PTS so. green Aston Martin DB9. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There are so many different... We've said this before, British racing green colors that come out of Yeah. Green. Well, each company had their own. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, and Aston's version of it doesn't look anything like. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's kind of that greeny, metallic, it's a little bit lighter color yeah. kind of when thing. You, yeah. When you think of British racing green, I always think of like the dark, dark green. But yeah. 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 Like, like something rainy and British. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, you know, so I, we flew down there and, and road tripped it back up. And, and that was fun. I don't, you know, there's not a lot of story to tell there, to quite honestly. It was a great road trip. Uh, we, had, we had fun. But um, one of the interesting bits about it is at the uh, Remen Exotics car show. I, I took it down there and um, not knowing it at the time, but my future JZR was parked just down the street. Okay. And so this would now, now flash forward years later, I, I have already purchased the JZR at the time. For some reason, my wife's going back through pictures and had taken some pictures of my DB9 at the, at the British. Sonics, yeah. yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, what is that in the background? Is that your JZR? We're looking. <laughs> it's like, it is, you know, I don't small know. It's just a, yeah, small world. So, so JZR cycle cars. It's the um, Morgan three wheeler kit. Is that? Am I thinking of the V twin in the front? Is that? What yes. I think? Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of it's a it's a homage to the the old Morgan three wheelers. You know, they they initially stopped production in fifty two, fifty three, somewhere around in there. And then this cottage industry basically started up in England with all these people making replicas of of the Morgan three wheelers. And uh, this is this is one of them, John Zimmerman Restorations. It's literally a guy in the two car garage who makes these kits in England and sells these kits. And you can get different, you know, Moto Guzzi engines, or yes. mine has a GL650 Honda engine. When um, I first saw them, I always thought that people were putting Harley engines on the front of these things because yep. like, they, they look like some of them. Like, yeah, yeah. I've actually seen one 
with a Harley knucklehead. I don't know how that ever worked, but yeah, yeah. it's interesting. I don't know either. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you can. I mean, you can do anything if you pay well, enough yeah, money I know, for exactly. it. Right? I mean, yeah, exactly. That's funny. If you if you don't know a lot about British history of car companies, there's a lot of stuff that over there that starts like that. Cosworth was out of a garage. Um, uh, Ariel, when they first produced the Atom, was literally like some dude's two car garage building an, the Ariel Atom, which is legendary now thanks to Top Gear's review of it. But at the time, yeah. they were like. Yeah, we made like 10. They're all gone uh, next year. <laughs> well, TVR started that way, too. Yeah, TVR yeah. started that way yeah. as well. So, yeah, it's, for some reason, British car companies seem to do okay out of their garages, at least for a while. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool stuff. What's your well, favorite out of those? Well, that's a, so that's a good segue to the that dry sleeve Moonraker. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's kind of a whole convoluted history on that one, but it's, uh, it's a 1971. It was a couple guys in Canada that wanted to build a road rally car. And they thought, well, what better car to build than a, an old Bugatti, you know, a Type 35, Type 37. And so they, they drew up the plans. They got engineering. I mean, and they did the whole thing. They got um, a lawyer. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. 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 I, I think that expired at that time, exactly. you know. But, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> things came about. They ended up moving to England. Uh, they still decided to build the car. Um, but that car company existed for one year, and they built six cars. Okay. And yeah, I and I have number six. It was brought into the United. It was it was originally purchased by a, a gentleman who was in the Air Force, stationed in the UK. And when he came home from his tour, he brought the car back with him. Um, and it's a 1971. 71. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he promptly stored it in a barn, and then sold it to somebody else who promptly stored it in a barn. And then I got it and picked it up, and it had 700 miles on it, and. We kind of, I did some little bit of work to it and it, it still needs some work. What kind of running gears under that? It's a Ford uh, Kent, they call it, a 1.6 liter inline four. Okay. And then it's got a Ford uh, four speed top loader transmission. And then it's a linked to the outside of the car, just like the old. Okay. Yeah. So dry sleeve is supposed to be this uh, homage back to, you know, the racing back in the day. And they would, uh, well, some of the drivers would wear a, this gauntlet because the shifter's outside the car and you're throwing up mud and all kinds of stuff, right? So they're wearing this dry, dry sleeve, sleeve. Yeah. so that they're shifting and that they're working the mechanical brakes at the time. Luckily, this one has hydraulic brakes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some with the mechanical brakes. Yeah, it's, just like, it's man, a little sketchy. Press and pray and hope you got like five car lengths ahead of you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no, this one's, it's, I mean, it's not all modern conveniences it's it's got hydraulic brakes it's got a hydraulic clutch which is nice yeah um yeah it's a it's a it's a fun car i mean that car gets so much attention it's a resto mod before resto mods it was a resto mod before resto mods yeah but it is kind of weird because it's a factory built car that is just yeah that 1.6 ford was that the tractor motor what was that out of the 1.6? Yeah. I mean, that's the one they use for, like, Formula Ford and stuff. Oh, oh, I'm thinking of a totally different one. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So the Morgan, that one has the tractor motor, the old Triumph motor, which yep. started as the standard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what it was. The okay. standard Triumph, yeah. Yeah. I got confused. Yeah. <laughs> tractor <laughs> motors, I cars. If I wondered if, if I could pull the sleeves and put a bigger piston in it. <laughs> Probably wouldn't work, but who uh, knows? It wouldn't because of the water jackets. I, know, I, I can know, tell I you because I, I pulled exactly. that engine apart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just want more horsepower. I always want more horsepower. Yeah. Do you find like part of the love of the ownership is just the the working on them and the tinkering? Oh, yeah, definitely. Is that, that's the appeal. Definitely. Okay, yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I spend a lot of time in the garage tinkering around. I wish you know. I, I'm I'm like a 65 year old retired guy in the garage, like all the time. Are Are you making parts or are you finding parts or what? Are you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have yes. a, I have a yeah. I have a milling machine and and stuff. So yeah, I can make parts if I need to. Yeah. Um. There's usually a. a a weighted cost benefit thing going on as far oh, yeah. as is it easier to make it or just buy it somewhere, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Well, when you're dealing um, with a car that was only six were made and they were only in business for a year, things can right. kind of, you know, right. yeah. a little bit harder. Yeah, that one's yeah. definitely harder. It's, it was interesting, though, when I bought that car, it came with all the blueprints because it was wow. the, the very last car they were going to build, so they gave the guy all the blueprints to the company and everything. So, yeah, I got this giant roll of blueprints. That's really and, cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your car. There's really no factory support. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good, Good luck. luck. Move along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good day. Yeah. Yeah. Have a nice time. We quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't make any money. Not yeah. that it has anything to do with your car. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a fun car. It, it gets a lot of attention, for sure. And it's painted, you know, French racing blue, so it's that bright oh, blue color. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. 
Jeez. <clears throat> I, I don't think I've ever I, I've never seen a photo of that photo or that car. I'll be interested to see it. The Type Thirty Seven. Well, I, I've seen the Bugatti. I was gonna say, I've never we know people have one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not my point. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Boy, you'd never think you'd say that out loud, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> Two of them. Yeah. <laughs> There's one that really caught my attention. In matches, though. I mean, this. I love the history of all this, but we talked about it before. The Munts Jet, but not just any Munts Jet. That's a cool car in itself. I've always loved that car. But <laughs> then I'm like, I'm reading through. I'm like, oh, that's a really cool. I'd love to learn about that. Dropping an 8.3-liter Viper motor in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, go big or go home. There's right? RestoMod, and then you there's that. You put the Viper yeah. engine in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You say that so casually. Like, <laughs> well, it's... it's it's it's, it's, well, this is, it's like a Miata. You have a lot of life insurance on him, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah, yeah. This car is it's going to be interesting. So it's not built, right? I mean, this is a this is definitely a work yeah. in progress car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where you want. Do you want to start with well, that how, one? I mean, how do you go from a month to resto modding of all cars a month? Okay, so, well, so we'll start at the beginning, I guess. So I I did a spring break in college down in Las Vegas. And dangerous. I was I was into cars, and so I went to the Imperial Palace. So this is like 1999. This is like dawn of internet kind of type stuff. And um, went to the Imperial Palace at the big car museum there. And I'm going through it, and I'm yeah, looking around, and I'm what is that? Months. This, that Bad that was months. it. That was like I had never heard of this car I didn't before. Know I like this, or it and I was yeah. like, what is this? It's got the same last. I mean. Who would have thought, it's right? It's fate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. So, so basically from that point forward, I was looking for one. I was, I was going to, you know, I, I had to buy one. And then uh, probably about eight years ago now, I'm, I'm cruising through the internet, doing my monthly Google search, trying to find something. Um, find a listing with like one picture on some random like antique cars of the south.com or something like that. That could get dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and so, and it had, a, that, it had a name and a number. Lee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I, so I call this number and it's a guy in Montana and, um, he's like, yeah, my, my, my brother, um, was, uh, you know, fixing up cars and stuff and, and died. And so I went down there and found this warehouse full of cars. And, uh, this is one of them. I don't know any of the history on it or anything. And, you know, and. Price was really good yeah, and exactly. all this stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, so that's another one. I bought Silent Scene. Uh, no PPI on that one. Uh, <laughs> a little bit harder. Yeah. yeah. Um, and happened to have the original engine in it at the time, although the original engine wasn't in the car. Uh, it just had it with it. It had it, it with Cadillac it. It was in the Lincoln. It was the Lincoln. Yeah. And it was all crated up, and shipped it up that's here cool. and started tearing it all apart. Okay. Um, Coincidentally, there's a there's a Munchjet registry um, where all the cars, all the serial numbers and everything are all cataloged. The gentleman that runs that happens to live in Woodenville. Okay. And so I got a hold of him and he and he uh, he, he runs right up to the house, yeah. you know, and he's so he's looking over it and he's basically going, Oh, that's not original, that's not original, that's not original, that's not original. You can hear him screaming to his wife, I told you there'd be another one. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Add one more to the exactly. list. Yeah. <laughs> you owe me, Edna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so basically I find out this car is is not original and it's probably, you know, it, cost a ton to get it back to original i have the original motor it's pretty much a boat anchor it's all rusty it's it's garbage um so then it was like okay well what am i gonna do with this thing and um i find out that the guy had spliced a front clip out of a mid-80s buick into it okay yeah, so independent front suspension independent so yeah front so you can hide it all pretty well yeah so that's all in there so it's like oh okay well you know what kind of suspension kits can you get for Mid-80s Buicks. Oh, hey, look at Ride Tech makes an air ride suspension kit. There oh, you go. Okay, cha-ching, buy that. You know, and then it's, yeah, so the list just keeps going on and on. And then it was like, well, I need to replace this engine. I don't want to, you know, that Lincoln engine's 900 pounds or something yeah, like that. Yeah, horsepower, 900 pounds. It's, it's a boat It anchor. is a giant engine that, yeah. you know, it was the engine they used to put in the big, you know, equivalent of the F-350 trucks and stuff back in the day. Yeah. Okay. And um, so I was like, well, I need like a... Uh, I want an American engine. It needs to be kind of unique. And, you know, I, the LS swap is, is awesome, but it's a little too commonplace. You go to the car shows. They're everywhere. And um, I don't know. One day I was, like, just going through eBay, and I was like, 
oh, the Viper engine. That's what I need, the Viper engine. So, yeah, so then I, I found a place in Illinois that scraps Vipers, um, a junkyard. And you I, know they're busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, we're getting a new one today and tomorrow yeah. and probably the next day. It's okay, honey. This yeah. one doesn't have trash control. I got this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's been an interesting um, voyage uh, with all that. You know, you have to – I found a company in Arizona that will basically hot wires the wiring harness for it. To, you you got to turn off all the airbag stuff, all the – a lot of the emission stuff, oh, you know, you right. got to like wipe it the computer. Won't start. It Unless won't even you, start, okay. yeah, right? Yeah, you got to go full yeah. standalone, basically. Um, the original months is an automatic, and uh, I wanted to kind of keep that looking original underneath. So, how do you put an automatic transmission on a Viper engine? Put the transmission outside the car. Yeah, with a dry sleeve. <laughs> you buy a, you buy the truck engine. Ah, yeah, yeah. So I was just gonna say, super easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except you don't want that transmission because it's too big. I thought the truck had a stick. It can. It did. Okay. It can in the two well, door, yeah, but yeah. in the four door, it came with an automatic. Okay. Yeah. But it came with this giant Dodge. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, like I don't remember the number for the transmission, but it's a huge transmission. It wouldn't fit in the tunnel and all this other stuff. Um, so then I found a company in like Indiana that happens to build um, adapter kits, so you can adapt a, a Chevy small block transmission. Yeah. To the Viper engine. Yeah, so the yeah. eight liter Viper came with the. T5050, I think, the Tremec, and then they went to the T56 and the T6060R, and then that adapter would work for pretty much anything, because they use that trans that transmission or that mounting plate, comes with a bunch of cars. Yeah. What what year, what year car did your, your Viper engine come out of? It's a 2005. Five, okay. Yeah. Second yeah. gen. Second gen, okay. Yeah. Because it was 8 liter before, then the 8.3 in the truck. Was that it? I can't remember. No, I don't I know. Think it's a, I think it's a third gen. Oh, Pretty sure it's a third gen. Yeah, engine. that's right. Yeah, because the second gen was just the body change with the same running gear, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's so, a third gen. Uh, the first gen didn't have a lot. No. Yeah, they just added yeah. things like power if, windows and a roof. Uh, and this is random. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't watched this, Jay Leno just reviewed his... <laughs> Oh yeah, so I didn't see that. And, yeah. I'm wa- and I'm listening to him going like, "What did you pay for here? Like, it has no windows, it has no traction control, it has no heating or air conditioning." I'm like, "What did you buy?" Like, <laughs> I can relate though. I, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I, just, I didn't know those things. Like, it was like, "Wow, okay." And a yeah. hood that's like fifteen thousand dollars, and you can't find it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Well, man, that's a. Uh, I want to. You need to. You need to create like a blog just for this. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like <laughs> blogs are kind of dead until you find something like this. Then you're like, I want to yeah. read this process. A month yeah. Viper blog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like MV, MVB. Yeah. And I can yeah. figure every. And I'm yeah. assuming like everyone in the Munch Registry just wants to kill you, and I love it. <laughs> no, actually, it's, it's, it's kind of the opposite. It's I mean, there's fault. There's some yeah. purists in there, um, but I've also, you know, we went to this uh, Munch Jet reunion uh-huh. two two years ago. How many are there, by the way, in the 200, registry? 190 200? something. Oh, there's 198 cars made. Okay. Yeah. Um, in the registry, boy, there's probably half that. Okay. Yeah, it's probably around 100 or so. Okay. And then they know, that they know where they exist or whatever, or they know that they were scrapped or whatever okay. it is. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Just curious. Yeah. But no, I so I I went to this um, you know Munch Jet reunion and uh, down Oregon and uh, that yeah, had to they, be live entertainment. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they. I mean, they. Yeah, they gave me uh, engineer of the year. Oh, a little trophy nice. and everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got a free baseball once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. You got it from the Corvette people. <laughs> we got like pie the, too. Yes, yeah, good pie. Yeah. We parked in the wrong spot and I got an award. You, you, you made a lot of old people mad that day, Dan. Yes, I did. Um, especially the people that had a convertible version of your car that thought they were going to win. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I mean, this was, how many how many cars showed up to the reunion? Oh, there was five. I five, say. okay, five there. Yeah, all right. So not a, like there's not all a lot kinds of, of colors. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you you don't know. I mean, I always find with those older groups like things like that. Like these guys are so serious about it. I mean, look, at, you know, you talking about the months guy that ran over to his house. Like people will ship those cars across the United States, and it's you know. Yeah. You get that. You see that a lot with like the the, the old Pontiacs and stuff like that. So. They do, yeah. yeah. For some reason, I, I'm not sure the logistics didn't work because there were a couple guys that wanted to ship their cars, and for some reason they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Something was I can't I don't remember all the details, but something was going on. But yeah, there were, I think there were five cars, but altogether there were maybe ten or so owners there. Okay. So I mean, there was there was a lot of people that came and, and just didn't bring their car. Okay. Yeah, like me, I guess. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I brought you, pictures. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'll need those. Do you have a ti- do you have a timeline for how long you think it's going to be? Uh, to? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know. need I, to. It's just, you know. I would love to finish it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, um, this weekend I got I got some good work done. Uh, this weekend I got the uh, gas tank put in. Um, That's important. It's not plumbed, but it's in. I had to redo a whole bunch of truck or trunk. I had to do a bunch of cutting and welding and all kinds of stuff. Um, you seem to be fire, the right guy for the job. Firewall is going in. Um, the, the engine's been in and out of the car a thousand times fitting it. Oh, yeah. Because I had to make motor mounts and all that kind of stuff. So all that's custom. You know, wow. It's going in. Very cool. Yeah. I just. You'd make Keith Northrup pet proud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good point. It's a good point. Yeah. So um, I was. Reading through our messages, you, there's an interesting topic. We're going to change this entirely because this is a really cool uh, thing to talk about that you brought up in one of your messages that I was waiting to have you on the show to talk about. And that's how you keep your cars. Um, property is hard to find here. If you have this many cars, what you do with this collection, you had a really, uh, I say, round, not roundabout, it's just a very smart way of handling this. Um, with a 10-car shop, but not how people think. Yeah. yeah, so, well, so we have three parking spots at, at our primary residence, I guess you'll call it. Um, one of them, I used to be the bedroom to the house and I converted it into a garage. Um, that makes much better sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can sleep you know. in a garage. You can't park in a bedroom. So yeah. The, the wife wanted no. to, you know, we had a two car garage before and the wife wanted to move. And I said, well, I want a bigger garage. And she said, well, I want, you know, I want to be in this certain area. And so we ended up in that area with a two car garage. And then, uh, <laughs> Okay. And then, you know, like a, a, year, a year or two goes by and there's a, a guy comes to the house and he's like, oh, you know, I used to live in this house, like in the in the 70s or something. And he's, That's you know, nice. You, Get off my lawn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, do you mind if I you know, yeah. go through? And okay, sure, fine, whatever. And, and he's going through the basement and he's like, hey, you know, this used to be the garage to the house. We say what? Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make my day what? Yeah. So, so, yeah. so he basically leaves and I start punching holes in the wall. And yeah, sure enough, <laughs> it's framed for a garage door. Oh. And it was, they had turned it into the fourth bedroom of the house, but it was all ground level. And so you just kind of had to level up the gravel and stuff and, yeah. and, so and you take came, some stairs out. You came out home one and day then, and had an extra garage, didn't you? He's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, we, we yeah. don't need to live here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Look, it has more light. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did this for us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, as, as the collection grew, I started storing cars at different places. Um, couple of the smaller cars I was able to fit into a one-car spot, uh, the JZR and the, and the dry sleeve and stuff. And it, but it just became a, a hassle. And then I, was, I would rent spaces and, and things like that. But that just kind of took, uh, took money out of my car purchasing or my mm-hmm. car restoration budgets. So then we kind of got the idea, well, why don't we look for a house that has a garage? Um, but instead of living there, because... Um, you yeah. live where you want to live. We live where we want to live, right? We'll, we'll rent out the house and we'll see if it can pay for itself. And so we looked for a solid year, if not more. And uh, finally, yeah, last year found a place, uh, coincidentally, right across town from where we live now. <laughs> and it's got a, uh, a 10-car garage out back and, uh, and a nice house that was all remodeled and everything. And, uh, yeah, it all, it all worked out. And yeah. so, yeah, I keep a bunch of cars there. I got a, a buddy of mine who uh, who rents out another part of the garage from me because he also has a problem with uh, buying weird British cars and things. Okay. And so, yeah, between the two of us, we got this uh, kind of whole really thing smart. going. Yeah, it's a really smart way to invest, too, because you'll always get the return on the investment from the property. Plus, you have a space to work on your cars. I mean, yeah, we have a driver's club here, which is if you want a concierge service and you're not working on your cars all the time, right. this is super ideal because you can go in and out 24-7 and you have the nice clubhouse here and all that, but it's not a place you work on your car. Definitely not. Now, their floor is a little too nice. I was kind of yeah. looking out there. There's not enough oil spills and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they need a few more. Yeah. I, mean, I have engines on stands all over the place and things like that that are half torn apart. So, yeah, I'm not sure they'd go for that here. I know yeah. some people live in condos and still have that. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But for those of our listeners who are now considering Viper swapping their, you know, their months, this is a perfect idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a great way to get a return on your investment. Just, yeah, yeah. You can, is the garage for rent? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can live here, park on the street. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people would, though, you know. So this is, uh, yeah, as soon as you wrote that, I was I'm like, 
hmm. <laughs> the gear started turning real quick in my head. <laughs> I was like, I could do that. You could own a house and still rent somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, It'll exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, really good idea for our listeners. Um, are there any cars out there that you're still looking for? Is there anything out there that you're like, this is, if, if, if I find it, I'm jumping on it. Even if my wife Speak might murder me. Speak softly because uh, she's, she's already right there. Yeah, yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so, yeah, what are you exactly, going to say? Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've, I've been kicking around a bunch of stuff. Um, I don't know. I would really like a, another Land Rover, um, like a Series 2. Um, I, I would like one of those. Um, I feel like my next car needs to be a little bit more practical, though. I got a lot of cars that like need tweaking all the time. Like I have to constantly be adjusting carburetors and stuff like that yeah. before I can take them out or, you know, tweak. It would be nice to uh, to just get in something and hop in and drive, you know, that kind of thing. Um, You're not dailying any of these cars, are you? Like the, the uh, no. Okay. No. Yeah. The Land Rover I was dailying for a while, the, the uh, NAS one. Yeah, but especially with COVID now, um, I'm working from home. So, yeah, they're all... Easy commute. Yeah, it's an yeah. easy commute, yeah, at this point. Um, I don't know. I've been kicking around the Nivora. Um, Great know, Sticking car. with the British theme. So, I don't know. Fun car. Yeah. yeah, we got some good friends at Park Place who can hook you up with that if you want to drive one. And we have some friends that uh, went on the rally with us last year who took an Evora. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. What was the one we just saw? That was the new GT. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, beautiful car. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was just reading an article the other day, one of the few, very few cars you can still get with a manual, and so, yeah. which is really cool. And yeah. you've got that pretty bulletproof motor. The Avor GT reminded me, the inside reminded me of a McLaren. Oh, yeah, totally. Really? Very, okay. very, very McLaren-ish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, would actually say that the McLaren interior reminded me of the Avora interior since... That's even better way. Yeah. Cause, cause Fine, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, as you can see, you can, it's interesting. As you look at different cars from different countries and you see them a lot, um, and we are fortunate to see a lot of British exotics, you mm-hmm. get to see how their craftsmanship and the tooling is often similar. Like, you can tell, like, it, it's a weird thing to notice, but like I said, we... They probably had the same guy do it. Exactly. Walking yeah. across you see, like, the road, yeah. Well, <laughs> you look at different things like stitching and leather, and you realize that, like, oh, whoever did this probably learned in the same place as this person. Wherever they, they sourced their leather from, probably sourced it from the same people. And whoever's machining these particular parts, if they're not done it in-house, like switches and lights and things like that, you can yeah. see that with other yeah. cars. But, like, you can tell when something's Japanese. You can tell when something's Italian. Like, they, there's a lot of things that cross over. So yeah, if it's Japanese, it works. If it's Italian, it sometimes it sometimes works. it works. Yeah. Yeah. If it's British, it doesn't when it rains. It does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drive anything British when it rains, or it's hotter than eighty degrees, or right. yeah. Although we can vouch for Navarra going through a hell of a hailstorm and being That's just true. fine. That's true. <laughs> the Aston, not so much. <laughs> New rear windows, but yeah, yeah, only one Aston. The other one's fine. So I mean, you know, we were talking about this when we were driving. When we were driving, we're ta- walking we have through a weird life. Yeah, I know. That's kind of where I'm going with this. We talked about it because you guys have been in Monterey and, and yeah. seen Monterey, and you kind of jaded. Like, what car do you are you looking forward to seeing someday? Like, what what what's what's on your radar right now? Not necessarily owning, but like, just seeing. Yeah. Hmm. Is there something that's coming that kind of from an engineering pr- perspective that looks really interesting to you? You know, I've never seen. I, I do like Astons, um, and I've never seen. Uh, what's what is that one? The Vulcan? Is that the race car one? Yeah. The the non road. Well, I, I guess I heard that some people maybe road legaled yeah. it, but yeah, I would like to see that one. That one would be pretty cool. Yeah. See, yeah. yeah, the Vulcan's the non road legal, and then you have the Valkyrie coming, which is the yeah. road legal kind yeah. of. That's insane. That's yeah, awesome. of course that one would yeah. be that would be awesome to see too. As uh, well, but um, Roy Katz has one on order. He has the new Valkyrie on order, and it should be here next year, I think. Roy Katz, yeah. by the way, I got to give Roy a, a, a shout out. He is driving the hell out of that Senna. I think he took oh, yeah. it to Bell Square this weekend and went, <laughs> and went, shopping. <laughs> he went shopping. He went shopping. He was, he was caught in downtown uh, um, Kirkland with it. But um, <laughs> Yeah, I think he's got like 5,000 miles on it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> on a yeah, Senna. Absolutely. More <laughs> power to him. I, I love know. it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, I'm trying, I was trying to look up the name of this car that I'm really – interested in and it was it, it went through a, a, a youtuber a sh- through shmeez and it's this it's like it's a val- veno or whatever it's that one that's, mm, that's a no it's the one like where it goes through the turn and the wi- the rear wing moves um have you seen that car oh i think so oh, i forgot the name of it anyway, i love active arrow right but this is weird this this is like a i don't even know i can't even i can't find it right now so oh uh, what's his name's new mclaren f1 replacement um that looks kind of interesting um 
Gordon Murray? Yeah, Gordon Murray, man. Oh, mm-hmm. that yeah. thing looks pretty cool. The big fan on the back? Yeah. I don't know about that. I, that kind of makes You think it's look, gimmicky? Yes. It looks yeah. it looks like those old school like early 60s cars where they like it's got a jet engine in it. Like no it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed no, to be a downforce thing, but I'm like, really yeah. there wasn't a better way to do that? I'm cool. And it only kicks on at certain points, I guess, and yeah, it's kind of a weird deal. Zenvo TSR TSR-S. Z E N V O. Huh. Yeah. You can drive it in Forza. That's all I know. <laughs> no, but it's got this thing where you go through the turn, and then the rear wing, it's not like it go. it's, it's yeah. side to side. It's really weird. Hmm. I've like, seen it, that on a few other cars. You should look at it from an engineering standpoint. Maybe yeah. you could explain in the hell of me what the hell's happening, but yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. Well, it sounds like some type of active aero that F1 probably doesn't allow, and so they yeah. just, you know, Pretty much. adapted onto the Pretty supercar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Pagani had something mildly similar with their independent rear wings that would move and actuate a different... Fins, yeah. yeah, the fins would be a little know. bit like that. But. Technology. Yeah. Know. Cool stuff, though. That'll make its way down to Kia's here pretty soon. You'll, oh, yeah. see, you'll yeah. see that any on day new Kia any day. Yeah. It's like yeah. an active aero. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me with Kia and Hyundai <laughs> these days, honestly. What is your daily driver? Let me mention it. Uh, well, I don't... I guess really have one. Uh, so we have a Subaru. He doesn't leave the house anymore. Yeah, we yeah. have a Subaru Outback. Yeah, there um, we go. My wife has a work car. Yeah. So we have a Subaru Outback 2017, and that's kind of the one that, if we're going anywhere, that's the car we take. Yeah, you yeah. guys are big travelers. Have you done a bunch of road trips and stuff in the cars? or Surprisingly not, although we might this year. We've been talking about going down uh, down to kind of Utah or, you know, that, that area, northern Arizona or something. Um, best place to drive to the entire lower 48. Yeah, and that's the yeah. best drive you'll ever do. Yeah, so, so we yeah. think we will. But no, most of our trips have been international. Um, a lot of them are work trips uh, that I end up having to take, you know, for work. And then when I'm done, she flies out and meets me, and we'll go oh, around for a week it, or yeah. two and and poke around. So. Never done that. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get you'll get us both beat. Um, <laughs> so I mean. Does she share your passion of cars? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, not. She, that's fair. You no, know, I, I get messages like, "Hey, I just saw a really cool car. You know, what what was it? It was red." Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh well, since you said that, I totally yeah. know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's what the red it? one. Oh, okay, yeah. fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Right. It had black interior. Okay. Oh, that one. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> I actually know what that is. No, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, usually it's like one weird random fact. It had this. I'm like, oh, it's this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It had three doors. Oh, it's a Hyundai Veloster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. She is a sport about it, though. I mean, we'll go into the into that uh, dry sleeve or in the JZR or something. And yeah. You sure. have to have an understanding woman next to you to be in a car like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Your, your, your hair's not going to look like it's supposed to. You're going to smell like gas at the end of this. Yes. Um, and you may not have that much fun, but I will. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you, you for coming. You might get hit in the face with bugs. Yes. 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 You will be hit in the face with bugs. Because, yes, because yeah. both of those don't have windshields. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's yeah. about over about 45 miles an hour or so like the wind buffeting gets so yeah. bad like you have to have air like earplugs in every time i think of that i think it was clarkston in the air adam and he was like yes. he was, and his <laughs> cheeks were like four feet behind him just <laughs> yeah so that is 100 yeah. percent what it's like I and i love every minute of it that's probably why he's so wrinkly now <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's got to be it all right yeah <laughs> let's take our second break we'll come back we'll talk more cars grandpa what do you call this thing again it's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> we were discussing on the break. Dan goes, bring it back in and give it to me. Okay. <laughs> no. Great handoff. Real clean. You're welcome. <laughs> Very professional. Did we mention we do not script this show? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we have to mention it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking on, um, about different reactions in cars because you have so many different kinds. And I was saying how, like, uh, I get virtually... No attention to the Porsche at all, anywhere, unless I'm really out in the middle of nowhere. The Corvette, of all things, got me more attention than any car I've ever owned, partially because of the sound, but it was so striking, the C7 with the carbon. But the most fun reactions you get is like when we're cruising around with Jason in Stella the Bus, and he's got his old, uh, you know, what is it, 23-window bus. Like, that just makes everybody happy to see. It's it's like you just brought a puppy around. It's just like, yay, it's a bus. Um, I don't think anybody's ever looked at a, at a Volkswagen bus and been like, yeah, I'm sad. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's just like most of them look at it and go, yeah, I could get high. I mean, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> you have edibles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's different reactions to different cars. Like, do you get, do you get that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the Aston is kind of the pretentious. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Exactly. You, know, you get people that. This guy. Uh, yeah. They're very, um, you get a lot of side eye kind of looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you get people way off in the distance taking a picture or like zooming <laughs> in and taking a picture. And you kind of see them out like, what? Oh, they're, they're taking a picture of me or, you know, something like that. Well, and I think that's. A, I think that so many people know what an Aston Martin is because even if you're not a car guy and if you're a movie buff or something like that, you have the James Bond Bond connection. Um, So I I think people know that. And I think also people always assume they know the value of the car you're in. And they always assume it's brand new and you just drove it off the lot. Right. Like, I mean, I've gotten that in the Maserati. People are like, I can't believe that's a $300,000 car. I'm like, what? If I bought nine of them, (laughs) 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 right. So I think that's, I think that's interesting. That's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, the Aston's the only car I've ever been in where people ask me how much I paid for it. Oh yeah, that, isn't that a weird thing? Yeah, you're like, you're like wait, what year is the car? The Aston? Yeah, it's a 2008. 2008. So did it did it have the goal or the the emotion chip or whatever? No, it's no, the key? it's the okay. year before that. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that was, was awful. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the emotional all, control unit. Yeah, that's what emotional yes. control unit. And yes. if you dropped it, it, you lost your emotions. Because, yeah, okay, so, yeah, because yeah, it was a yeah, yeah. fifteen hundred dollar emotional yeah, control exactly, unit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, control your emotions <laughs> while ordering that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. But yeah, like the the Morgan especially because we've been driving. That's the one I bought most recently. That's my COVID car, I guess. I okay. bought it right kind of when COVID first started. COVID. Car. You laugh, but yeah. you know how many times I've heard people say that? Like, yep. I got a COVID car. Like, yep. yeah, I get it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, that one gets you know positive. Rea- everyone smiles, and uh, especially the the dry sleeve and the JZR um, will stop people. Um, you know, you'll, you'll be going along and, and anyone from, you know, five-year-old little kids to nine-year-old grandmas, like stop and wave at you as you go <laughs> by. It's the weirdest thing. It's weird. I yeah. get that in the Triumph. People oh yeah. Just like, yes. The wanna, Triumph would be very wanna, similar. Yeah. Like, or I get stopped and everybody has a story of, of they've owned that car. They've owned, you know, it's so, which is kind yep. of fun to a point yes. until you can't get through downtown because of, you know, so. <laughs> I can imagine though, in your cars, like, you know, that it, replica of the, was a type of the Bugatti would be tough because some people yeah. have to look at it and go, oh my God, is that a Bugatti? Like, yeah. yeah. Which leads to the story, which means you have to tell the story, which, right. you which get, can be awkward depending get, on the, you get where really you are. really good at. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've learned to condense the triumph story really f- like this is it. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. See, I need to work on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Here's well, a card. Yeah. <laughs> I had one just, yes, just a couple days ago I was in it and I was stopped at a light and there was a guy on a Harley that was sneaking through cars. And then of course he stops right next to me. Like, Hey, and he starts up a conversation. That's sort of kind of like inching through traffic, and he's just asking me questions the whole time. Nice car. Give yeah. it to me. Yeah. Uh. Oh, what is that? Yeah. What year is it? Oh, what engines it got? You know, all the, you know, all the questions. It's just fine, but it's Look just forward. kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. We, get, we always used to call it, we've talked about on the show, is the exotic drift, like where people will be talking yeah. to you, or they'll be driving next to you, and they're doing this, and yes. all of a sudden they're coming into yep. your lane. You're yes. like, uh. Yeah. So. It's not your fault for your Porsche. If you if you got a, a Porsche with a brighter color like Kevin's, you know people would drift into you more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I really like the fact that nobody can tell 911s apart. Yeah. People with 911s can't tell them apart most of the time because there's got like a hundred different configurations of 911. I'm not sure Porsche can tell them apart. I can't. So, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, but I, I actually it's, it's weird that it's so low key. What's the best reaction you've gotten in a car? Like, what's the one oh, that's, that's stuck out? One. Oh wow! I mean, we do get a lot of. I mean, just even in the Morgan the other day, there was, I mean, just sitting in traffic, people like, you know, hey, what is that? You know, and the, you know, we want to trade cars. You know, you always get that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Um, I don't know, like positive reactions, though. I'm trying to, everyone just kind of smiles and waves. I don't have a particular one well, I can bring, think of. You're bringing joy. That's, I mean, that's yeah, I mean, that's, like, yeah. I don't know when a guy on a motorcycle, really, you don't have that very often, follows you along in traffic. Well, yeah. so that's, like <laughs> that's a pretty good story. Yeah, yeah that's a pretty good you know, story. Exactly. The Land Rovers all get thumbs up, especially the truck. It yeah. definitely does uh, oh, yeah. in traffic. Everyone's, oh, yeah. Because you only usually see those on the Serengeti. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I do that when I see them. When I see old Land Rovers or even old Land Cruisers, things like that, I just love seeing stuff like that. It's running. Yay. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Just wait. Yeah. You got rid of the Lucas wiring. <laughs> the yeah. Prince of Darkness. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, you're an Avance member. Nice shirt. Oh, no, that's this a is not an Avance shirt. That's a blip shift one. Yeah, yeah it is a blip shift shirt. It's one of the off-road ones I thought it was. I'm not going to lie. When he talked about that shirt earlier and, he, and it, about what's in it, and I took, it's, I've been staring at it, and I just, I just now just saw, saw it. Really? I just I uh, don't know why. Rover. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. No, I took So 
funny story about Land Rover and Land Cruiser. So um, about a year ago, when the whole Defender thing, okay, we're going to come out with this new Defender, all this kind of stuff, I rolled up in my NAS Defender to the uh, Land Rover dealer, the yeah. one that's in uh, Linwood. Oh. oh, yeah. Same oh, um, Seattle, Seattle yeah, Land Rover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. yeah. And the, the salesman complimented me on my Land Cruiser. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you don't get that. That's you're mm. like new here. <laughs> I actually I saw one of the new ones on the road. I finally saw. Did you? One. I yeah. haven't seen one yet. I haven't seen one yet either. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and this comes mm. from the fact that my my parents have a Discovery Sport, which I love, yeah. which did went off road. I could not believe it. It was incredible. But the new defense. No, looks really good in Lego. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I have, yeah. The, I have yeah. the Lego version. Did it have the box on the yes. side? Really? See, yeah. I'm not sure about the box. It's a first aid kit. Yeah, I get it. And a ladder on the other side. It's, yeah. it, but the problem was they had that, but they didn't have any other options. It was like, it was. It, it, Around here, it looks like something you're going to hit a branch on. It really does. I didn't think about that, but yeah, it was. I think everything's being overshadowed by the new Bronco right now. Oh, yeah. It comes to SUVs. I mean, that thing blew it out of the water. Yeah. I'm, I'm like I said, I, I've said it. I want one. <laughs> I, and then my timing will be great because it, they will come out. I want to see what the issues are. Well, it's 22. They have a 2022 yet to be named Raptor version of it now. Well, in, but you know why that's out, don't you? You know how that got out? No. Yeah. So, oh. one of the Ford engineers put it into his LinkedIn profile or, or oh, under, yeah, that's under, what it was. Yeah, yeah. He put it in he put it into his resume that he worked on the project and then he was I don't know why you'd be shopping if they're going to let you work on that project. Um, he was shopping for jobs and it got out. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be like oh, an idiot. I'm sure he's really <laughs> shopping for I'm sure he's shopping for jobs big time now, but like yeah, so Yeah. Yeah, I don't I, I'm not going to be in the the Bronco Raptor uh, price bracket. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be in the basic with the Sasquatch and hopefully. That's yeah, but that's the seven speed, speed one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So we'll see. Very cool. I don't know where I'll be. I might be living in it. So we'll see. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. want the four door one. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> living in a van down by the river. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that's one of the first, that's the only SUV I've been looking at lately. I'm just not a big SUV person. I'd rather get a four door truck, yeah. but uh, that, yeah, I still really want one of those. Anyway, just, We'll see. Like I said, I want. I mean, I, I, I was impressed with the way Ford has dealt with this. I was impressed with them taking on the Rubicon Trail and, and just really showing Jeep how to do things, which I think I think it's good that Jeep has some real competition. Yeah, Jeep's yeah. finally getting some competition. Yeah. I, I don't did. dislike Jeep, but I mean, no, and, no. I, and I think they dealt with it well because the Bronco came out and they released the new Jeep with the 392, is that what it, or what's in it? Yeah, it's a oh, yeah. Yeah, 392 Hemi Jeep for the Rubicon option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't, kind of pointless, I think. I'd probably just more break more stuff, but... Cool. I'm glad. <laughs> a lot of straight line power, I guess, for a Jeep. Which is interesting. Well, I mean, you know, Jeeps, I, that was the thing. With all these people doing the elephant stuff and, like, the Hellcat stuff into these Jeeps, mm-hmm. I'm going, I get it, like, for the torque side of it. But, you know, Jeeps will still climb up a wall with the, with the, with the six-banger that's in them. It's all gearing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah. All, it's all gearing. You don't need, you don't yeah. need horsepower, to, you know, a lot of horsepower or torque to really crawl. I mean, if, yeah. you've, got a, if you've got a crawl gear, which is, like, duh. Yeah. Then yeah. you know, let out the clutch and go five miles an hour. You're putting Get out, out like, of the car. Yeah, yeah you're putting out. Reach like at the top. Yeah. Tons yeah. of torque with such a uh, gear like that. Yeah, anyway. yeah. The, my Land Rover truck. It's a five speed and it's got the little turbo diesel, which puts out a whopping eighty horsepower or something like that. I'm not sure what it is, but it's, it's, it's really low. But yeah. it's all torque. You know, in first gear, in so fourth high. Gear. Yeah, it will. It will. It's good till about the crosswalk, when, and then you're shifting into second already. So you just start in second all the time. And that's in four high. Is your you put it in four low. I mean, the thing's just like, yeah, yeah, tractoring along. Are your rovers right hand or left hand drive? The NAS one's left hand. The truck is right hand. You know, you know. I was watching him. He's talking, and he he was using his left hand to shift. And I'm like, like, wait a minute. I was like, like that's not your shift hand. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. The the truck is is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right-hand drive with left shift. <laughs> the dry right. sleeve yeah, yeah. is right-hand drive with right shift because yeah. it's outside the car. Yeah. And then the JZR is uh, right-hand <laughs> drive, but it's a sequential okay. shifter. All right. So you can really bang through the gears on that one. That's, that's cool. Let's watch that. And I'm, I'm reversing it in my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a lot to keep track of. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, who's on yeah. first? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You get used to it pretty quick. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, jump to our advanced session. Uh, so if you guys missed out last week, that uh, that event they had last weekend down in Portland was pretty nuts. The photos looked amazing. Yeah. Like, there was a Senna out there, a Bugatti. What else did we see in there? I don't, I didn't know some of those cars. I mean, the Senna, I thought, was from up here. Isn't it? That, that's the same Senna it was at. I'm not sure. McLaren, I'm pretty sure it is, but that's, it was, wow. Yeah. 
They wants to do some cool stuff. Um, next time they got they got a track day coming up at the Ridge with Turn Two, uh, September fifth, uh, all day event, uh, and then they have a, another drive coming out. And if you've never been on an Avance drive, like, just look at the photos from the last one. Everybody loves the Avance drives. They put it on a great job of getting routes together, and they also have another surprise coming up. But uh, that that drive's coming up. Uh, when deep- is that surprise happening? By the way. I- you keep waiting. I'm not good at keeping secrets. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll let you know as soon as it's out there. Mm-hmm. Lots to be excited about if you're an Avance member, though. But yeah. the drive is the 26th. Uh, it looks like 830 to 1:30 tentatively right now. So, they'll, they'll get the details out. They don't put out of the September? details. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't put out the details ahead. But we'll remind you guys when that's coming up. Because that's a really fun thing to do. You'll meet a lot of cool people. So Yeah. Maybe we could actually go to one. That would be great. One Wouldn't of these it be things. nice? We've done all the drives, like the routes, but I've, I we're always unable to go for conflicting events. So yeah. Adam needs to design those around our schedule. Better. Totally. Yeah. So Come on, Adam. That's part of it. Yeah. Part of the sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I still need my sweatshirt, Adam. I'm calling him out. You should. You should. Because he keeps telling me he's going to bring it to me that he always forgets. <laughs> if, if, if any of our listeners see Adam... The first thing you need to say to him is, "Where's Dan's sweatshirt?" Yeah, we're, we're gonna this. We're starting this right now. Yeah, because apparently it's been sitting on his his kitchen counter. Yeah, where his two twins eat eat dinner. So I'm sure it's, it's full fine of Cheerios and, clean. Yeah, and it's stuff fine. now. Yeah, but that might be good though. Do you, I mean, like, <laughs> sweatshirt full of Cheerios. Come on, no. So that's your new job. If you're listening to this, you see Adam. The first thing so you hey, say where's is, Dan's "Where's sweatshirt? Dan's sweatshirt?" So, <laughs> and when that works, then we'll start asking where Nick's is. I haven't asked for mine yet. I just want to know where it is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, Nathan, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show today. Um, if anyone wants to contact you, just uh, we'll just message you through Avance. That's probably the easiest way to find yeah. you online right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, the absolutely. squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, okay. so yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, coming no, in. thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, I know you're active on there. Thanks for all the advice you give back to the community as well. So another great reason to join Avance is great members. So yeah. Anyway, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>